Sure. Um, I think that this w is something that everyone will agree on, and from what I'm hearing coming out of uh, Tallahassee, this is something that's pretty much going to be supported. And when I brought this up a couple days ago, I just wanted to make sure that we uh, lended our support to this item. And I know Commissioner Sharif had added something, some language which is fine by me, that what she put in there, I agree with it, and I accept what she put in there. But this is, this is simply to make sure that we show our support um, with the legislature to properly fund the removal of the building, the replacement of a building, and a, and a memorial type of um, access at the location. So I've dealt with the you know, schools so long that sometimes these things aren't properly funded. This is money that should come from the state on an emergency type basis so that it's funded so that children don't have to go back into that building. I'm told by the school board that they're not going back in that building, but I think we should just go on record to make sure that their dollars come from Tallahassee to properly fund the removal, the replacement of that building, and to fund an appropriate memorial. Commissioner Sharif. Thank you, Commissioner Udeen, for um, sponsoring the item. I just um, added that um, we were just acknowledging and accepted the offer of all necessary assistance by the governor of the state of Florida, the Florida Attorney General, and members of the Florida legislature. Um, I believe at the site this was something that uh, was brought up and they agreed to support. And so I just wanted to put that in there so um, that that wasn't forgotten in terms of this. So um, with that, I would, I would second your motion. Thank you. I'll move it. I think I, you, moved, moved. you moved it, second. Moved and seconded. This, this has been moved and seconded. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Aye. Aye. That, that passes unanimously. Thank you for that. We're going to go on to item 67, which is a resolution um, urging the Florida legislature and federal government to take immediate action on a common sense gun control policy. Obviously, we can't pass an ordinance because we're preempted, but we can pass a resolution including but not limited to consideration of a comprehensive ban on semiotic rifles such as the AR-15, a restriction on the amount of ammunition and number of firearms that may be purchased by an individual, a restriction on the sale of modifiers to firearms, the establishment of a state gun registry, mandatory reporting of all firearm sales to law enforcement, a requirement of an earned permit for an individual to purchase a firearm, and the establishment of a universal background check system throughout the state of Florida for all firearm sales and providing for the severability and an effective date. Mayor, may I add uh, an, an additional amendment to that? Um, right now, if there is a waiting period to purchase a firearm, which there is, three to five days, depending on what county, um, a person is provided a weapon even if the background check does not come back. So even if there's a background check done, and uh, doesn't come back, they still get a weapon. So I would like to add that a, a weapon shall never be provided, sold, transferred until the background check is completed to your motion. I will accept that as a friendly motion. Uh, Mr. Mayor, Mayor. Um, Commissioner, Commissioner Rich, then Commissioner Geller. Um, Thank you, yeah, sir. Yes, um, I, I guess. Um, so I have an amended resolution. Um, this was just added, so it, yes. this would have to be, uh, this has to be added to it, but the, uh, you, Mr. Attorney, if you want to. Uh, yes, Senator Rich, you, would, uh, you have a 
proposed amended resolution that was circulated as additional right. material, so that's something that the board should consider. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering how, you know, because it doesn't have the piece that uh, Commissioner Bogan just put in, so that would need to be added to it. Okay. Um, so what, what I basically did was I, I feel really strongly, and I think we all do, that, um, that the governor and legislature need to recognize that we have to combine. There's no one solution and that we need to combine mental health services, school safety uh, measures, and sensible firearm reforms. So basically what I added here was I changed anywhere where it said gun control policy to common sense gun laws because that word just kind of is a, is a red flag. And um, I think, you know, we're all trying to get something done here. Okay. So I think that that was, uh, would, you know, would go a long way to kind of work together with people. Um, and then um, I did the addition of the mental health component, uh, which is in here. And uh, lastly, I just added, which I think is like a key element here, is the, the uh, uh, and the restriction on large capacity magazines. So I thought there was those, are the, those are the three. There is a restriction. Oh, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. So the no, so you're at, so you're asking for the amended to resolution. Change, yeah. Okay, for the for to, to read differently to gun common sense gun. Policy. Yeah, it's yeah. It would say it would say instead it would say um, uh, a common sense gun laws in okay. in the first case each right. case where there was con gun control it was changed to common sense gun laws. Yeah. Okay, and I'm fine with that as well. Okay, so I would move uh, the adoption of the amended resolution. Okay, do we need to do we need to go amendment by amendment or do we? No, as long as it's clear that the board would like Senator Rich's uh, changes and Vice Mayor Bogan's, I, I think that's fine. I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not seeing any. Commissioner Ryan. Uh, I'm okay with that language, but I still have other issues. Okay. okay. Oh, wait a minute. Commissioner Geller first, then Commissioner Ryan. I'm sorry. Well, we have a motion. Commissioner Geller, you're up first. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, in general, I agree with uh, uh, all of this language. As a matter of fact, on number two, the require to get um, the, uh, let's see, the must attend, pass the safety course, pass the mental fitness test prior to getting a gun license. I actually had introduced that, of course, unsuccessfully when I was in the legislature. I have two questions on the language here, actually a suggestion and a question. Number one, a comprehensive ban on semi-automatic rifles and 50 caliber guns such as the AR-15. There are many semi-automatic rifles that are not what we call assault weapons. Uh, that, you know, have two or three, I mean, shotguns, a 12-gauge shotgun is a semi-automatic, even though it only shoots three rounds. I would suggest changing the word semi-automatic rifles to assault weapons, um, which I think is really the narrower definition of what we're going after. So it would say a comprehensive ban on assault weapons and 50 caliber guns. Uh, actually be on semi-automatic rifles such as the AR-15 and 50 caliber guns. The way it's phrased right now, um, the AR-15 looks like it modifies 50 caliber guns and it's actually AR-15 is modifying semi-automatic rifles, which again I think should be changed to the word assault weapon. Does that, so make, that, does that, make, it, would, does that make it more inclusive? Well, first of all, right now it's just grammatically incorrect 
the AR-15 looks like it is modifying 50 caliber guns, and such as the AR-15 should be before the phrase 50 caliber guns, not afterwards. It's modifying the wrong language. Um, and secondly, I think that what we're going after are the assault weapons, not every semi-automatic rifle, because most of the, uh, virtually all, well, almost all rifles are semi-automatic of some type, even if they only can shoot two or three bullets. What we're going after are the assault weapons, such as the AR-15. So what I would like to see is the wording changed, a comprehensive ban to a comprehensive ban on assault weapons such as the AR-15, we could also say AK-47 if you wanted, and 50 caliber guns. I'm okay with you that. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I'm okay with that. Okay. Mayor? And the second is just a question, uh, and the last thing, as well as restriction on the modification of a weapon using a trigger guard or a bump stock, I don't know what the phrase that's using a trigger guard is, uh, the modification of a weapon using a trigger guard. I hope we're not eliminating trigger guards, which, you know, prevent accidental gun shooting. So can someone just explain to me I think we all agree on eliminating bump stocks. I just don't know what it means when it says the modification of a weapon using a trigger guard. I just want to make sure we're not making it easier to convert to semi-automatic or, or to full automatic, which is what none of us want. So I'm just hoping somebody can explain to me what that wording actually means, because I don't know. Yeah, we'll need clarification on that. Let me go to Commissioner Ryan in the meantime. Okay, we'll get we'll back we'll get back with you on the clarification. We we all agree we don't want them made fully automatic. I, I just like I said, I'm merely asking for clarification because I don't know what that means. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Yep, Commissioner Ryan. I had two um, questions with regard to the resolution. Um, I share Commissioner Geller's concerns with regard to. Um, the definition of uh, a semi-automatic rifle versus an assault weapon. And um, I've heard the two terms being used interchangeably. Uh, so uh, to the county attorney, is there some uh, need for us to provide a definition of an assault weapon? Because uh, it appears with the discussion that we're having from Commissioner Geller that uh, he suggests that um, assault weapon versus semi-automatic rifle would be the appropriate language for this resolution on prohibiting these type of weapons uh, to be used by the general public. If this were an ordinance that we were enacting, certainly I think we would want a definition. I think if the board is comfortable with assault weapons, that's something that, I, that does, I believe, have a common meaning. But if uh, we can certainly research it, if the board were to adopt this, and if we thought that there were a lack of precision that would create vagueness, then we could certainly reinforce that if that's the board's will with a, a sentence or a definition to make okay. sure it's clear. I'm, I'm satisfied with that explanation. The, the second inquiry is with regard to the uh, supplemental funding for uh, school-based uh, mental health programs. I know, uh, Commissioner Rich, that you in Tallahassee for many years have been an advocate, a consistent advocate on uh, funding for uh, mental health services, school-based. Um, we have... Um, an $87 billion budget that's being considered by the House and the Senate at this time. And 
uh, to finish on time, they have to complete uh, the budget uh, three days before uh, the end of the session, which would be next Friday. So with that in mind, I'd like to provide some direction to the legislature about kind of the parameters of, of what you're looking for, because I don't think you're, you're looking at a budget buster, but it's a very common sense proposal. But can you give me an idea of, of what you might expect statewide for this amount of supplemental funding on how, and, and how the legislature would be able to plug that number in with the, with the budget at the stage that they are in their negotiations? Commissioner Rich. Uh, thank you. Um, this was kind of tailored to go along with a piece of legislation that Senator Pasadomo has filed, uh, which originally started with $40 million statewide, which not a lot, but it was a start. But now Senator Galvano uh, told me that he's looking at uh, trying to up it to $100 million. So they're very aware. I, I, you know, my, my, my sense here was... Uh, they're aware that they need to do something, and the governor has talked about it. You know, several people have talked about mental health funding. So this is just to make sure that we have, you know, something in here that says, listen, you know, there's not one solution, not just taking away guns, but you need to work on the mental health issue. So I think that, you know, the fact that Senator Galvano has indicated, uh, you know, that he'd like to see more than what the original bill, and I don't know that the original bill will make it, so that's why it's good that he's talking about it outside of that particular bill. Well, I'm, I'm um, pleased that you were able to source it with the incoming president of the Senate, so it gives us an understanding that at $100 million, uh, we're speaking to something that is a little bit more than one-tenth of one percent of the entire budget. And, and that's really the point that I wanted to drive home, is that when you look at the context of this entire budget, this is a very reasonable request right. um, and sorely needed. It's been discussed for years and years up in Tallahassee. I just, I would want to just, you know, uh, add that the way that Senator Pasadoma's bill is directed is to make this a part of the funding formula for all 67 county school districts, which I think is excellent. So it would be supplemental. It would be in addition to the money that uh, that the schools, the inadequate amount of money that the schools are getting for all the other resources, all the other things they need to do. Okay. And with that, you'll be able to kind of work with us on the resolution to kind of clean it up what we need to. Yes, sir. I, th I believe we can address uh, Senator okay. Geller's uh, Okay. Concern with the uh, the final provision of it. Okay, I think we can. Yes. Thank you, Commissioner, uh, Vice Mayor Bogan. Uh, I, Mayor. I just wanted to add a clarification. Um, uh, the uh, federal assault weapons ban that was passed in 1994. Um, the U.S. Department of Justice said that in general, assault weapons are semi-automatic firearms with a large magazine of ammunition that were designed and configured for rapid fire and combat use. When you talked about the ambiguity, maybe we can use the definition that was contained in the federal assault weapons ban of 1994 of what we're wanting to ban. That's just a suggestion. That sounds pretty good. Commissioner Udin. I'm going to support this, obviously, but I just wanted to add, I got a phone call um, earlier today from the president of the League of Cities, Dan Daly, and I know the League of Cities is meeting over the next right. couple of days because they're going to try and take a compre. Some of the individual city attorneys have come out and said that they may want to try and bring something to get some kind of home rule powers back in general to go beyond this. I know they're meeting Thursday to talk about maybe the League of Cities in general doing something. 
Correct. How successful it will be, but I just thought that I would put it out there because it's something that I, I don't think the public even realizes that there's not a lot that we can do on the local level, and it's really unfair. Anybody else? Yeah. Commissioner Rich? I just wanted to mention, and Drew, you might want to follow up on this. I had asked the question about the trigger guard when I looked at the original thing, and uh, the way Angela had explained it, our, our, uh, one of our county attorneys, was that that is in addition to, and it, I, it reads clearly to me, I just want to say, as well as a restriction on the modification of a weapon using a trigger guard or a bump stock. So they're both, they're different things. They're both would be restricted in here. And I just uh, texted my guru who's uh, on gun issues, who's my husband. And I, <laughs> and the, the AR-15 is a semi-automatic weapon. It's not, it's a, it's not an automatic weapon. So we need to make sure we get it right here okay. in the in the in the in the in the. Um, I think Vice Mayor Bogan. Yeah, just, just to add, the state of Massachusetts has also defined assault weapons uh, in accordance with the uh, ban of, in 1994. Right. Okay. All right. With that, I think everybody's had a chance. To I have a question, Mr. Mayor. Yes. Uh, following up on what Senator Rich said, so could somebody explain then? Because she may have know what it is, what a trigger guard is. I, I simply still have no idea what that is. Uh, I will read a, a somewhat of a definition. The language refers to modified and specialized trigger guards, such as trigger cranks that were attached to the gun right. used in Las Vegas shooting. Right. By modifying the trigger guard, the trigger can be decompressed without being pulled, turning the weapon from a semi-automatic firearm to an automatic rate of fire. In that case, Mr. Mayor, I think that we need to, again, because, again, a trigger guard, I think, is designed to prevent accidental discharge, which is why it's called a guard. I think that we need to ask the city, uh, I'm sorry, county attorney to clarify when he redoes this that we're talking about modifications on the trigger guard that would work like a trigger crank or in some fashion you know, be able to convert those to to um, a semi to a full automatic. I, I don't want us to say that you. I, I want to make sure we're not make inadvertently making it easier to turn a weapon into full automatic. You can't, Trigger you, guards you, serve a purpose. You can't see. You, you can't see him from there, but the county attorney is nodding his head. Okay. Good. All right. <clears throat> okay. With that, I am. I will entertain a motion. Move it. Ma Mayor, just to make yes. sure, it's it's basically we're accepting all of the yes. amendments of everyone. That's the motion. Before. They were all very good amendments. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. aye. Any opposed? Uh, Mayor, I would you please add me as a co-sponsor on the previous item and this item also, please? Yes, we will. And I I didn't hear your votes. Um, Commissioner Geller? Aye. Commissioner Holness? Aye. Commissioner Lamarca? Aye. Okay. Aye. That, that passes unanimously. Okay, we're going to go on to item 68. We did 68. Nope. Oh, really? Michael and I did it. No, this is different. Oh, yes, you're right. Item 69. Vice Mayor Bogan, would you like to introduce your, your, or, uh, okay. Mr. Mayor, 
Yes. The records, uh, Secretary, need clarification on the votes. I don't think she heard um, Commissioner Lamarca. Was he on the line? Hold this twice or, and not. Commissioner Lamarca? I don't hear him there. Okay. So that passes eight to zero. Okay. Uh, uh, number 69, I realize that we are precluded from making any uh, regulations regarding arms and ammunition. However, uh, there's been discussion on whether we have the authority to determine of uh, not having gun shops in uh, on county pro gun shows on county property. The questions were, are we allowed to have uh, or prohibit gun stores or make it more uh, regula more regulations regarding gun stores. So this is a motion to direct the county attorney uh, really to determine what, if anything, we can do outside of regulating guns and ammunition, but things that are appertuent to it. Um, anybody want to? Great. It's a great idea. Great. Someone want I'll move it. And we're, and we're, we're looking for anything that we essentially asking the county attorney what what are the possibilities that we can do? Right, Looking whether about gun gun stores, gun shows, or anything related to that. Background yep. checks, us doing background checks, all kind of things. Correct. Yep. So we're we're going to ask you to put a your brainstorming hat, hat on. Okay. Okay. So we have a motion. Mayor. Mayor. Yes. Mayor. Yes. Commissioner Holness. Hello, Mayor. You have uh, the, you I, 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 I'd like for us to look to even go further and prohibit him. Uh, those weapons to be on our property, uh, like at meetings. Uh, I think that Tallahassee did it a while back, uh, had some resistance, but had some successes. Uh, and I know that Western Mayor is looking at doing something similar. So I'd like for that to be included also. Okay, the, this is a, the county attorney has heard, has heard you and he will look into that as well. Okay. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay. I just generally think it should be as the county attorney should look as broadly as possible, including, of course, uh, all of the suggestions that have been made. Right. Um, but, you know, it should be broad, and let's find out what we can do. Right. We've had our hands tied, and we're trying to untie them. Exactly. Right? Okay. Um, I have a motion and a second. All those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Aye. Okay, uh, Commissioner Geller? I, I voted aye, sir. Commissioner Holness? Aye. Commissioner Lamarca? Still not there. That passes 8 0. Okay, uh, we will now go to item 73. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Okay. And this is my um, motion to create a task force to evaluate all the aspects of this strategy. And I think what we're going to be seeing is there are going to be numerous after-action reports uh, and investigations from, you know, I, I, we already know FDLE is looking at uh, BSO. I know the school board is considering doing an uh, after-action report. Um, I don't know if DCF is. We can ask. Um, we can ask if Henderson is. But all of those, they are doing their own. And each one is going to be separate. And someone needs to be able to look at them holistically. I think we are in a unique position to do that. We, we have connections with all of these different entities. And it, I think it's up, up to us to figure out, one, how to coordinate things, how to coordinate 
um, information that comes in, if there are ways that we can do that, to look at ways that um, we can share information, and to look at where the, where the, the log jams are, to look at where those choke points are that information can't get out. The, the fact of the matter is each one of these are gatekeepers. And, we, and together we have to make sure that uh, we, are, we are doing it together. If one person's holding up a red flag, you, you know, it, it, it feels a little different. You might, you might say, okay, I've handled this and I can do it. But if all of a sudden you see four or five other people with red flags, and while you're holding that one red flag, that is going, that is going to make you take a second look at what you're doing. And I think that what, what this task force is, or, and, or work group, whatever we call it, is going to do is, is assimilate and, and, and synthesize all of, this, all of these action reports together and take a look at that. And with that- Mr. I'm Mayor, all, please add me to the queue for a question. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna start with Commissioner Udine. Thank you, thank you, Mayor. Um, I appreciate you adding something to the agenda so that we can have an open discussion on this. Um, so when I was in Tallahassee last week and I watched a little of the legislative hearings on TV yesterday and um, you know, I saw FDLE as being, you know, they're getting called in for an investigation. Every one of these different agencies will have an investigation. And as I listen to the reports that are coming out, even in talking about the investigations that these different groups are gonna do, um, I'm not really confident of the individual investigations by all these separate groups. You know, um, I think that you're gonna, you know, the, each of these agencies and each of these groups, they have good people that are there, but they are going to all be in some sort of cover your backside mode in some of this as they move this through. So our group up here, we represent Broward County. We're the logical one to take a real comprehensive look at this. I mean, because when you look at this, and you know, some of this is coming from the media, some may be stretching, some may be exaggerations, but at a basic level, we know that the school board and school leadership had a tremendous amount of information on this, um, on this student. Um, they, they, they had so many things. They transferred him from school to school. I saw in the paper as, as late as this morning that, well, once he turned 18, we're in the school and we can't even do anything to, you know, with that because he's 18. Then I, then I, you know, then you hear that the Department of Children and Families went out. They had, um, major information on this shooter. I'm hearing, and, and everybody's hearing, so many different local law enforcement tips among many different agencies. I mean, first I heard 39, then I heard 22, then I heard on CNN it was 39 plus another 20. I, I just think that there's way too many of them where it, it doesn't require, you know, that look. The FBI, they received something on January 5th, which was pretty much right on point. You're talking about six weeks before this incident. And then after all these clues and, and, and incidents and nobody talking to each other, and I, I find it just mind boggling because if in any one of these clues, in any one of these social media clues, if it said hashtag ISIS, this would have been handled a lot different because there's a Department of Homeland Security that would look 
at this whole thing holistically already. But this is groups that weren't talking to each other. And like you said, Mayor, you know, maybe one of these things in and of itself from one agency isn't enough, but when you have all of this, it's just too much. Finally, and I think we owe this to the public, we need to have somebody with some gravitas that looks at this law enforcement response to this. Listen, there was an incident in the airport. We went out and got an after action report, and we're still hearing some of the issues there. This incident is going to require more than an internal investigation from the different agencies. This is going to need to be vetted by somebody with mass casualty type of experience. I can't even believe, and unfortunately, we have an expertise in that field, but somebody needs to come to the well of this dais and give us a report that's gonna be unimpeachable and impeccably done, open and transparent, and they're gonna stand right there and they're gonna tell all of us, because we're the county, we're ag I mean, if somebody made a mistake, we're, we're just the clearinghouse, we're agnostic on all this. Tell us what these mistakes were, and more importantly, tell us how this is gonna be prevented again in the future, because from what I'm seeing so far, there were some ways that this might have been prevented. I don't wanna be a Monday morning quarterback, but there's just way too much that's come out. We should get somebody, and we should instruct the county administrator to do this relatively quickly, even if we had to waive the procurement code and do it through the county attorney's office where we can do it right away, where it can be a professional, evidence-based type of investigation so that we can have somebody in the well of this dais come to answer to this community what went wrong and why 17 lives were lost and we can um, help give some healing to the community. And there, there's issues beyond just the loss of life. You could have business loss of this, just like when we saw what happened in the airport. Um, I think we owe it to the victims and we owe it to the residents and visitors of Broward County to have an expert, DOJ type level, um, former FBI head, Louis Free type, Tom Ridge type, somebody to come in and do this the right way. Those are my Vice Mayor Bogan. Um, Mayor, Mayor, I, while I agree with what you want to do, I, uh, I think what Commissioner Udine is saying is imperative. I would like to amend your motion uh, and under realizing that nearly everybody that does an investigation has a potential conflict of interest. School board has a potential conflict of interest. FBI does. Sheriff's office does. We don't. We're the only governmental body that has right now no conflict of interest. So I would want to make a motion or amend your motion that, that the county, we direct the county to hire an expert within 14 days and that the after action report is completed within 60 days, that this is done quickly, expeditiously, and we have a uh, third party independent expert, as, as Commissioner Dean was saying, um, begin immediately. That would be my amended motion. Commissioner Rich? Don't remember, don't forget me. I, I didn't. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess I, I have a couple of comments to make, but I do want to react to, to this. I, you know, the way the mayor has this written is the way I think we need to go about it. Because we need to make sure that the task force that we're creating has representation from all the governmental entities and agencies that 
uh, you know, that are affected here. And I don't know that that's the way to get everybody to the table because the truth is, in the end, um, you know, we may need to change laws. There may be reasons why uh, one th everybody was in their own silo and couldn't uh, and didn't know what the other uh, entity was doing. I, I, when you use the red flag, it, it just made me think that ev almost everyone was holding a red flag, right. okay? The problem was that people didn't see each other's red flags. That's exactly right. And that's what we need to get to here. I, 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 there'll be lots of investigations going on, and I know the state is doing it. So I think we should be the ones that bring everybody together uh, in, a, in, a, in a collaborative way uh, to see if you know, we can get people out of their silos, figure out what we need to do, how do we coordinate better, and, um, um, and then, as I said, if laws need to be changed to do that. So I, I think I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards your, um, I do lean towards uh, your motion because I think it gets at that component. And we discussed it the other day at the workshop. And right. I think that this is really the direction that we need to be going. Commissioner Geller. Mr. Mayor, and my question has actually just been discussed in terms of whether or not this would be a after-action report of the type that was done by the at the airport or a group of all of the uh, relevant government entities. I actually think that we should instead of right now doing what you have suggested, which is putting the government entities together, I think that may be appropriate after there is an independent investigation. I just saw yesterday that the Florida House is going to be voting to do their own investigation, but that's the same group that, you know, called for uh, that on a strictly partisan vote uh, already called for uh, the, uh, the sheriff to resign on a, again, 100% partisan issue. I agree with the statements that have been made. I'm sure that there will, that the school board and BSO and DCF and FBI, all of these groups will put together their own studies but I am concerned that each of them do have an agenda. I agree with the remarks from um, Vice Mayor Bogan and Commissioner Udine that we need, nobody is putting something together that as far as I can tell is independent and unbiased. So I would like to see something first. And the only place I would disagree with Commissioner Bogan is, you know, until you hire somebody, I don't know if they'll say it can be done in 60 days. Maybe they'll say it needs 75 or 90 days. But I, I think that we need to hire somebody to put together an impartial after-action report, because I don't think anyone that's commissioned by any of the agencies will be impartial. And upon the conclusion of that, if after action report, then I think, Mr. Mayor, your discussion about the creation of a task force would be completely appropriate and necessary, but I think that that should wait until after an independent uh, after action report that we commission is completed. Commissioner Ryan. We're sharing a lot of, of good ideas here. Sometimes you need to, to step back and look at um, what we want to accomplish. Um, this was, as many people have told me, 
uh, an act of terrorism. But traditionally, as we have looked at what an act of terrorism is, it, it's some action that's taken for some political purpose. Um, there wasn't really a political purpose here. But the overlay of what you see in an act of terrorism with this lone wolf out there that is so difficult to track and so difficult to, uh, to understand the motivations, um, I, I would say that um, what's most important for us going forward is to recognize what are limitations on what we're able to accomplish. And so with that, uh, we have to take a uh, collaborative approach in trying to bring together those with the expertise because we don't want political grandstanding here. We want some results that actually can make uh, children safer in, in public schools and uh, throughout the community. Uh, I, you know, I, I keep thinking back about how we could utilize the resources of something like, um, you know, over in, in West Point, they have a school of anti-terrorism. And uh, I know that some of the, the leadership from, from that school has already met with the county and uh, discussed what we would do um, in areas of the airport and the seaport and in potential acts of terrorism. Uh, I think we have to really start looking at that and expand it to, you know, every place where you have a large number of people gathering. Uh, so I, I would hope that um, I, I'm not concerned with whether we go with a task force or report first or second, but I do want to make certain that um, we reach out for the available resources that are going to be outside of Broward County, are going to be outside of the state of Florida, uh, to ensure that we have the best information on how everybody can communicate. There's some information that is, uh, you know, highly classified that cannot be shared. So you have to understand where uh, groups can, can speak, what information can be disseminated. But uh, obviously there was a breakdown in communication, which um, uh, somewhat, if not completely contributed to this horrible incident. Okay. I don't, I don't think we're going to ask. Yes. Lamarca and Holness. Yes. Holness. Commissioner Holness, go ahead. And I had uh, been trying to get in yes. before as well. Okay. You're, ne you're okay. next. Okay. Uh, uh, Mayor, I, I support the collaborative uh, approach. Uh, one, the airport was our uh, property pretty much. We could do what we want. But what gives us authority to mandate the school board or anyone else giving us information? I, I think the, the collaborative approach is going to be much better. I think we'll get more done uh, than, than going in and, and basically uh, pushing our way in. Folks might resist, and I think we're better off working together. I'm going to probably be dropping off the call in a little bit. I'm about to meet with the Association of uh, Importers here in, in, in Costa Rica. Okay, but we, we stay on as long as you can. Um, Commissioner LaVarca. Mayor, thank you. I had, I had some uh, issues before I was calling calling out on the other two items um, with regard to gun issues. Just uh, so you're aware, I provided a statement uh, as early as last late last week 
on things that were that you just you all just discussed. Okay. Uh, there were a couple things that that I think bear bear um, at least uh, if not uh, constructive conversation, uh, if not correcting. Uh, Commissioner Bogan was getting there on the definition of an assault weapon, but it, it is required that that is selective between semi and fully automatic, and you're not you're not going to find a fully automatic weapon unless somebody's on it illegally and nor was nor was my understanding of nor was the one used in this in this incident so we need to make sure that we're identifying the right things and then with regard to background checks um unless something has changed you cannot they don't give you a temporary holding weapon before you uh qualify or before you pass a background check uh which commissioner bogan you had mentioned that i don't know if uh someone gave you the wrong information but let's let's confirm that with the county attorney but on this issue uh, Commissioner Ryan is, uh, you got there, but uh, I would tell you that we, we may have a, we may have a vision of what terrorism looks like or uh, with the intent of it, whether it's, um, you know, Islamic terrorism or whether it's homegrown here, other issues like that, but the, the pure, but the pure purpose of that is to, is to cause those around you who, whether they're affected or not on, on the incident, that they would live in terror from that day forward. And unfortunately, this is exactly that. This is an act of terrorism because those kids are never gonna be able to deal with that school in the same way. They may cope, but they're not gonna be able to see it the way they saw it before this incident. So I believe it's completely an act of terrorism. I also don't think we can action, action report, after action report our way out of this. Not that it's our responsibility as far as the, the agency that's, that's uh, responding, but I don't think an after action report is gonna be good enough. And I don't think we can get local, uh, local elected leaders, uh, different different uh, levels of government on the same page to come up with ideas. I think this does, Commissioner, you need to brought up a couple of good names. I think this is something that we need to look on the outside. Um, clearly, there are these the information that was provided, the information that was uh, was provided by a lot of folks around this person was was out there. It was it was there for the taking. And unfortunately, the silo approach of different agencies, different, different whatever it might be, uh, it didn't get there. There were even people that made those agencies aware of it, and it didn't, still didn't get there. So I think we need an outside source on this. Yeah. I think we need to figure out how we channel that information and maybe using bright young minds like the students at that school and, and all the other Broward County schools that are on social media to look for these things because we see, we always say, see something, say something. But the next step is do something, and, and they, they clearly said something, but nothing was done. So if we can create, possibly with that uh, outside outside uh, agency, I mean, I, I I had last Friday had suggested that the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and to Commissioner Geller's point, I do understand that the 73 people who uh, called on the governor to do something with our sheriff, our sheriff. Well, they are in the same political party, so are the couple dozen that are in the Broward delegation that uh, that fought back on that. But that let's leave that let's leave the politics outside of that because it's too important. And let's just talk about the agency that, at least in the state of Florida, that could be nonpartisan and that is or non you know non-preferential or you know <laughs> would do their job. And that clearly has to be the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, uh, unless you bring another agency like that from outside the state. But either way, it can't be anything local here or even i would say even uh adjacent uh adjacent uh areas they have only been tasked as far as i know though to 
uh, look at VSO, correct? Correct? Okay. Um, Commissioner Sharif? Mayor, I, I know that this is a very worthy issue considering um, what the circumstances are right now. And I was wondering if maybe we could take this discussion into maybe a workshop first and then come back in terms of, uh, because it just seems everybody has an opinion and it's, this is going on and on and on. And while um, I think that everybody's input is vital in this process, I think that maybe we need to figure out what direction we really want to give to the county administrator and to her team and go from there. And maybe we can talk um, you know, in a workshop type setting about um, some of the issues. Well, we did the other day. We actually had a chance. We did talk about it at the workshop the other day. Um, and we went yeah. into and we went into detail about about, about how the, the not this yes 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 okay we and we talked about the ne the, the necessity we're not going to we're not going to out FDLE FDLE we're not going to we're not going to we don't have the resources for that we can't be doing an after action report for every single agency but we can pull those action reports together. And we can be the one that, that, that actually take a holistic view of that and looks at those places where information was not shared. That is by far the biggest, um, was in my, in my mind, if, if any of that information had been shared, to Commissioner Ryan's point, what we're trying to do is make sure this doesn't happen again. We have to find a way to, get, to break through those log jams and to find out what, if there's laws that are preventing that happening, then we need to see what those laws are. If there's HIPAA requirements, if there's uh, you know, gun policy, all those things, we have to figure out where are those choke points? Where, where, where are those places that we are not being able to, to share information? Because when you share it, it compounds the concern. That's, that's the reality of it. And if, it's, if, every, if everybody's siloed out, it's not, the concern is not at the same level. So that's when I when I think of us as a work group. Yes, we want to look at all of those things that were that each one of those agencies dealt with, but then we have to kind of pull it together and say, where's the overlap? Where where was the disconnect? And I'm not I'm not trying to do this as a blame game. That's not really where I'm going on this. There, believe me, there's going to be everybody else trying to do that. Ours needs to be the proactive aspect of this. Of how do we go from here and make sure that this doesn't happen again to the best of our ability. That's, that's where I'm coming from on this. Commissioner Udine. Commissioner, if you can add me back, please. Okay. I, I just want to reiterate again, work groups and task force are not going to get any of this done. And I agree with what, when Commissioner Bogan, what he said, other than the 60-day timeline, because who knows how long it's going to take. But I think somebody, listen, this is the second time we've had a mass casualty shooting in Broward County. And I'm still hearing some of the same questions. Incident response, because we had certainly had that at the Broward County Airport. That came back in one of the reports. Incident response on this, on this issue. Um, the list goes on and on. And until somebody steps up here with concrete evidence, what am I going to do? We're going to have a task group with each discipline in each department who's going to be looking to pass, pass blame onto another department. The right way, in my opinion, to do this is what happens after 
any kind of mass type casualty. They did it after the Boston Marathon bombing. They did it after other school shootings. I want to know what happened here, especially when we're hearing so many calls of so many different breakdowns. This FDLE investigation, to me, was just thrown out there in response to a resignation type of letter. This is so much bigger than one person. This is so much bigger than the sheriff of Broward County. I want to see this, you know, and I would think that the county administration this is something that they would probably want to support. This is bigger than county administration. If there's something that it turns out nothing should be off limits in this report. If there's something that the county can do better on this, we should, everything should be out on the table, but it needs to come from somebody with the gravitas to get it done. Us sitting in a workshop to do this, with all due respect, is an absolute joke. And, and I'm not, that's yeah. not what I'm suggesting. Commissioner Rich. And, and just to finish up. I, I, I am I'm with you on this. Okay. In terms of trying to get the, the, the people who have looked into to major issues like this, whether it's been like the, the Gabriel See, Myers group when they had FBI. John up, Jay College right, up in New York. Whatever each one of those had some really, really strong groups that were represented by a number of people. They looked at, but what we're having to do is not only ask them to take a look at what happened, but to look proactively. That's part of it. I think, I think that's the difference. In this is that we're we're actually we're asking not only what happened but where do we have to go from here. In other words, we're needing recommendations that are going to help us get through those log jams that that keep us from being able to coordinate information. That's a, that's a little bit different on this. Yeah, but I I just think you need, that you, you need the initial information, but but you have I, to go from there. But the initial information has got to come from somebody independent that can get it. And to everybody's point, if 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 a if a department doesn't want to give information to it to an expert, well, that says a whole heck of a lot in my book okay. because that's really part of this issue. And I want to see because I don't want to be preached to at a task force that you know. We just need more money for this, and then this is going to be better. Or we just need to do A, B, and C, and then this is going to be better. Because some of the reports that we're hearing, there were certain things we did right from right. a funding point, and it just was never followed through. Our training manual set up the right way to appropriately train people that are responding to this. Our protocols in place from start to finish. Somebody needs to look at that, and, and I don't... I personally don't think a task force with the affected agencies. That may come later because, in my opinion, once I have this report, we're going to be telling them what to do, not, not really collaborating and asking them if they want to do this. There's going to be certain things that are going to need to be done and need to be changed. And it could be from the county. It could be from another agency. But rather than us getting preached to like we get preached to all the time about what we support and what we don't support, we are going to have to tell people that certain things need to be done. Things are going to be need to be done on a coordinated basis, and we're the only ones that are going to be able to coordinate this. Commissioner Rich. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of beginning to agree with uh, Commissioner Sharif, uh, even though we, we did start this conversation, because we did not, in, in, the, in the meeting the other day, uh, we did not address uh, creating this kind of a task force uh, the way in which we're now talking, or some people are now talking, because we, we are not an investigative body. Can you mute your, can you mute your phone, please? Mr. Mayor, my phone has been on mute the entire time. Okay. I don't know who else it could okay. be. Somebody's shuffling around. Okay. 
So Commissioner Rich? My, my, we, we are not an investigative body. Um, we, we don't have the authority uh, for subpoena power. Uh, the, the way I think we get at things is, each, look, each agency is going to do their own, their own uh, analysis. There's no question. But for me, we need to be the convener when, when, when the people get finished, when the agencies get finished with that, to come together and work on, and I'm not saying that they're going to be totally objective. We all know. People look at it through their, through their lens. But there will be enough out there that we will have information. And I think our role is to be the convener, to, as, as we said before. And this is what we said, I believe, at the workshop the yeah, other day. I thought so, that, that we are the ones that should be helping to build confidence, bring everybody together, and uh, using a, a, a collaborative approach. Uh, and, and to me, you know, I, and I don't think we can do it immediately because I think people are going to be busy doing their own analysis right, you know, right now. So to put a time frame on it also, I think, is, is premature. So I, I would, you know, if, if we can't come to an agreement, you know, maybe it is something that we could, um, you know, ask maybe ask the, uh, the, the county administrator to, to pull together some suggestions on what she thinks would be appropriate for our role here. Because I think we're talking about some things that are not appropriate for our roles, nor do we have the power to do it. Vice Mayor Bogan. Yeah, I want to just finish by saying I think the most pri the biggest priority we have as an elected official is for the health and safety of our residents. We have that duty, we, we have that obligation, and I think we as a commission need to know what failed so we can take action. And to rely on other agencies or departments is great to get information, but I believe we should be conducting our own um, our safety is, should be a priority. And this is not something that we should be putting. I like the idea of Commissioner Shreve talking about things, but this is something I believe is urgent because things, we just a year ago, we had the shooting at the airport. Now we have another shooting. When's the next one? And we need to find out the flaws and the problems now to uh, fix it. And so that's why I'm going to still support the idea with Commissioner Odeen that even if it's not 60 days, at least we hire somebody immediately to do an independent, unbiased report. Commissioner Sharif, Okay, so Mayor, what I was trying to get at is we're talking about shootings in general, and we had two different types of shootings that occurred in Broward County in two different areas. And while we're talking about response, to um, attacks or shootings, um, we need to be mindful that we cannot mesh these two because these are we are dealing with two separate issues here. And so when we keep on meshing them together, I, my concern is that we're going to lose content on this particular issue at the school. They are not the same. We have dealt with two mass casualty incidents here in Broward County in 13 months. We are dealing with this throughout the United States of America. And my only concern is that we are clear in terms of the direction that we are trying to take here on, on this particular item and that we are not trying to mesh what occurred at the airport with what occurred at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. There was two separate incidents, two separate issues at hand. If you're going to talk about terrorism and put, and, and put this in this light, and I'm not talking about your item in particular or your position, Mayor, 
But if, if you're going to categorize it as terrorism, and we know for a fact that there was a mental health component to this, we need to be um, very clear and cognizant of the fact that we need to address that at some point in time during the course of, of our investigations, if, so to speak, if that's what you're, where you're taking this. In terms of the workshop from, from last week, I, I didn't, my understanding was that we didn't come out of there with a task force um, um, idea in mind, that this was something that was just brought forward on no, this. No, we did. We actually, and we all. For us to be a task force? Yes, we did. We voted, and we voiced consensus. Well, I mean, I know we don't take consensus in workshops, or we well, don't We, we don't did, vote, as much as you can. But I'm, uh, my understanding was that that wasn't what occurred. As close as we did. But I'm, I'm just concerned. I don't want us mixing these two incidents together and, and just saying terrorism or that mental health is not an issue. Mental health has been a, a huge problem as, and with many of these school shootings, if not all of them, throughout the United States. And it may be a component um, in, the, in, in the case of our FLL shooting as well. So I'm, I mean, I, I'm just concerned with, what, with the position that we're taking. And I'm not real sure that um, we're going to be the body that's going to be able to do that. Um, what you're asking, but I'll, I'll, I'll participate in whatever level that um, this commission agrees to. Okay. But I'm, I, I just, that's, <clears throat> those are my thoughts. Okay. Commissioner Ryan. If you listen carefully to this discussion, there's actually a lot more agreement than disagreement. So, um, so frequently you have these kind of um, issues that have a level of complexity that we're not going to solve here this morning on the dais. So I'm going to move the item um, with the broad parameters that we'll create a task force, and we will look based upon information that we're able to gather with those who choose to participate with uh, this task force, and uh, we will um, have an independent, comprehensive report. And uh, I, I think we need to leave this subject now. We've covered it well, and um, let's let's see where this task force leads us. Um, and, um, again, there's a lot of expertise that's out there um, on, on dealing with these mass casualty uh, uh, incidents. So uh, we're going to be able to access that. We'll look at, you know, what it will cost us. We'll, we'll talk about a timeline. But let's move forward now. Let's get something done here this morning. Let's pass this item, and uh, we'll take it from there. So I move the item. Okay, there's a, there's a motion on the floor and a second. I just moved Mayor, to, I've been trying to get I just in. Moved to Mayor, I've been waiting to speak. Commissioner Geller, go ahead. Mayor, can you not hear me? Okay. Now oh. I do. Yes, I can hear you fine, sir. Yes. I just want to make okay. sure. Well, I've been asking to get on the queue. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Ms. Mayor, I, I, with all due respect, I'm not sure that I agree with Commissioner Ryan. I think if there are two actually separate and distinct proposals here, and that you, we can do them both, but right now one is for an after-action report, and the other is for a task force. And we're talking like they're the same, they're not. Um, and if we're talking about an after-action report, again, one of the questions that that involves is are we talking about reviewing the actions that took place here or just coming up with proposals for the future. 
I think it's important for us to try, because I think we may be the only group that really doesn't have an axe to grind here. I think that uh, FDLE reports to the governor. Uh, the legislature is, is going to do an investigation. The sheriff will do an investigation. The school board will do an investigation. I think it is appropriate for us because we're the only one that I think here is truly, truly independent to ask for an independent evaluation of what occurred. I found the after action report at the airport and uh, Commissioner Sharif, I am not confusing the two, but I found the after action report extremely helpful as to how issues could be avoided in the future. So speaking personally, now we might want to wait until everyone else does their after action report and then asks our people to come and do a review once there's hopefully some uh, additional information. I'm open on that as to whether it should be done immediately or whether it should be done after the other after action reports are, are concluded. But I think it's critical that we, the county commission, who are unbiased and impartial on this issue, have somebody that we hire do a, a thorough investigation both of what happened and what lessons we can learn from what happened. After that is done, then we can go with the task force. But I agree with Commissioner Udine that I am afraid that uh, if we do a task force that's us and the sheriff and the school board, we certainly can't make FBI participate. Uh, and the Palm Beach sheriff, which we can't make them participate, you know, I, I just don't think that the task force by itself will tell us what we need to know. I think we have to hire somebody for that. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I'm going back on mute. Vice Mayor Bogus. So, so I'm going to make an amended motion that we do both. We we have a independent investigation, whatever timeline they want. This body wants to do it, and we do a task force, both combined, um, working together. If I can have a second on that. Second. Mayor, Mayor I've been, uh, been patient. I've been yes, trying Commissioner to Mark, get out of the queue, sir. Yes, you're next. Thank you. Okay. I, if I might, um, if I might, um, I put myself in a situation where I'm out of town for the uh, Greater Fort Lauderdale Alliance uh, leadership trip to, to Nashville, and that was many months ago. So I would kindly appreciate it. I think I had to fight both times to get to get back in my seat on that board. I would kindly appreciate it if one of my colleagues didn't didn't shake his goddamn head while I'm not there because. Being that I'm not there doesn't mean I can't see it. So I'm going to go back on mute as well. Thank you. Commissioner Marco, we have no idea what you're talking about. No, yeah, one's, no one's shaking their head on this dais. Yeah, I don't think anybody's shaking their head, Chip. Com Commissioner Bogan, I, I'm not going to take that up with you at this time, but it, it's funny that you responded. Thank you. <laughs> I th I th I think it was on a different issue, but so so Mark, uh, Vice Mayor Bogan had made a an amendment. I'm happy to participate in a task force only after I have this full report. There'll be there'll be I want to see this full report first. I want to see it done. And to to what uh, Commissioner Rich said, 
If there's an agency that doesn't want to cooperate with this, that says an awful lot in my mind if they're not going to participate with questions that are going to be coming. Because if, if there's agencies that are going to just close up and, and run and hide, then I'm going to be here asking at, at another meeting for something that goes beyond Broward County. And let's talk, talk to the Department of Justice at that point and see if they can come in and make them open up their books. So, there should be, in my opinion, and I know this has very touched me personally, so maybe I'm not as impartial as I should be. There should be an expert with the gravitas and the transparency that can come here. I do not want to hear the, the bits and pieces from the different boards and the different heads of these different agencies, whatever it may be, telling us how they couldn't do it because this law was like that. They couldn't do it because that law was like that. If you send a social media message that says you're going to kill somebody, I don't know where the law says you can't do anything there if you're the FBI. If I say I'm going to kill somebody, I think in certain cases that amounts to a crime. I, but what do I know? So I'm going to support what Vice Mayor Bogan said, but I don't want to sit in a workshop with all of us until we have that expert report from somebody right here in the well that gives us the facts and the evidence of what really happened. And if no one wants to cooperate with that expert, well, then that's going to say a lot to me, too. Anyone else? Sir, can I ask that Commissioner Bogan's motion be repeated, sir? Yes. Motion would be to hire an independent um, company or investigator to do an after-action after report and as well to uh, have um, the uh, uh, task force as suggested by the mayor uh, as well. I actually thought that in my own mind they were, they were, they were together. They're not separate groups. The, the people, you're going to have to do the investigation and they're going to be right. saying here's where these points were. So I think we're all, I think we're all in agreement. Okay. All right, Mr. Mayor? Yes. Uh, I would actually perhaps not make a motion to amend, but ask Commissioner Bogan if he would consider this. I think we need the investigation first, and upon the receipt of that investigative report is when I think we should have the task force because I think we need the information before we go to the task force. Can, I don't insist on I that. Think that's I merely suggested that. <laughs> I'm going I'm to say that one's obvious. Okay? <laughs> I think. I think. It's moved and seconded. Okay. All those in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Aye. Um, Commissioner Lamarca, how'd you vote? Aye. Aye. Commissioner Geller? Aye. Commissioner Holness? Oh, we might have lost him. Yeah. That passes eight to zero. Okay. Unanimous. Okay. Okay. Thank you all. Oh, I am sorry on this. I had two other. I had two people from the public. Um, Aaron Scaffron and Albert Cunningsburg. Two minutes each. I'm sorry. My apologies. It's okay. I guess my comments are a little bit different at this point than they would have been at the beginning of that. Uh, okay, I am. Yeah, my at apologies. That point. Um, it's okay. Um, really quickly, um, my name is Aaron Scavron. Um, I know most of you. Congratulations on the promotion. Um, 
I've been really close to this Parkland thing, mostly because I was in the high school in Coral Springs when Parkland was opened, and half my high school went to Parkland. I grew up in Coral Springs and Parkland. Um, a lot of my friends um, had kids in the building when it was shot up. Um, and when it happened, I was sitting at home uh, feeling sick. Um, and for the first time, I wasn't involved in a governmental process, so I had no ability to affect something or make something change or do something. Um, but uh, serendipitously, um, I got a call from uh, a man named Albert Konigsberg, who you're going to meet in a minute. He's the next person that's going to come up. Um, and he hired me to be vice president of sales for a company called GeoCommand. And a lot of the things that um, Commissioner Bogan spoke about in this last part, um, and Commissioner Marco spoke about in this last part, taking some action, um, I think we can actually be helped with. And since I only have a couple of seconds, I'd really love if I could sit down with you and speak about uh, what we can do. There's actually a lot of things that I'm going to tell you right now relate to the thing issue in Parkland, but most of what we can do actually helps you and the interconnectivity of sharing of information, which is what you're realizing is so important and what we don't do so often in government. But if you were using GeoCommand software, or more likely the sheriff is using GeoCommand software on the day of Parkland, we probably could have prevented the attack because we would have been live streaming those videos. And so the guy standing outside the building, we could have said, hey, he's wearing these clothes. Go upstairs right now. Or we know the average response of first responders times is within three minutes. They would get there instead of establishing a perimeter, they're going right in that building. Hey, he's wearing these clothes. Boom. Enter from the north side. Go down this hallway. Go up these stairs. Okay? There Thank he you. is. Thank you, Aaron. We could have saved at least half the lives. Thank I'm you. wrapping up. Okay. Thank you. We, we can be the answers tomorrow instead of waiting three months from now, but making those kids feel safe. Thank you very much. Just an extra 10 seconds. Okay. Just to save kids' lives. Next. Albert. Mr. Mayor, commissioners, thank you for having me here today. My name is Albert Koningsberg. I live at 5575 Northeast Trieste Way in Boca Raton, Florida. <clears throat> Before that, I lived in Broward County for over 20 years. As you, the commissioners, are coming together to identify how we could work to prevent and mitigate future problems within the county and the school systems, I want to applaud you as you've seen beyond just the gun issue, but towards how these agencies within our county can work together in a cohesive way to share information and prevent a tragedy like the Fort Lauderdale, Air, Fort Lauderdale Airport shooting and most recently the travesty at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Having been part of the team that supplied the information technology to the World Trade Center on September 11th when the building went down, I learned firsthand about the courage of America's first responders. GEO Command delivers data integration, interoperability on a geographic information software platform. Its intuitive interface, integrated dashboard allows the customer, each of your verticals within your county, to create their own detailed emergency operation picture and to share that picture to one another. Our safe and smart city solution is a customized map with layers, as you all are familiar, 
Each agency can pre-add critical information or if an event is accelerating because of today's technology and connectivity, allow the event to escalate, pushing out more data that is required for the responder community out in the field. On the in-building... Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you.